Hi, my name is Melanie Thorley and this is... Chris Decentile, nice to meet you. We're uh, MJ. We are the two solicitors at MJT Law and we've got a podcast and here it is. Now today we're going to be talking about a few different mm. things. There's a couple of really weird cases out there that have happened over the last couple of months. Certainly. <laughs> so I knew you hit it off, I knew you hit it off. Actually, hit, us with, hit us with your best one. One of my favourites is this uh, refusal for an employee to be provided a, um, a desk at home. So this is a real COVID problem, isn't it? We've got an employee who's just bought a new house. I think so, yeah. And it's empty and he doesn't have any money and he doesn't have a desk and he's complaining to his employer, I can't work without a desk. And his employer's essentially said, no, we're not buying one. Go, literally go to the, uh, go to the, to go to the tip shop, pick one up mm. for a dollar mm. if that's what you have to do. But we're not supplying yeah. you a desk. Borrow one, I think they mentioned as well. Yeah. This is really. I think they even said to go to um, like Lifeline and pick one <laughs> up. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, what do you reckon? Okay, not okay. Oh, you'd, you'd like to hope that they they'd help you out a little bit, but certainly I think. You'd assume that they'd have their own desk. Desk goes too far? Desk oh, goes too far. I think you're probably right. I mean, how many people out there don't have any workspace? A table, a bench. How many people do you think out there actually have zero oh, workspace to work from? Almost none, right? Yeah, and look, how many of us, I guess, sit around and plan our computers while sitting on the sofa? Actually, that's true. I mean, a lot of people do their uni work in their bed. Okay. So, so I mean, maybe not as productive, but... Sure. Health and safety probably yeah, has probably, a little problem yeah. with that, but, but... But we've got a workaround, right? I think... Sit on the floor? Is that a good idea? Well, I think the workaround is surely he, you know... Borrows one? He goes and borrows one or pays the $20 that it might cost. <laughs> the, dollar it. It the dollar it costs at the tip shop. Yeah. Yeah, look, uh, look the, the decision was that it was completely okay... Um, this guy resigned, I believe. Yeah, so he resigned and he claimed that he had no choice but to resign. Because of their contract. Because they, he had nowhere to work. Right, and the commission went, no. Yeah. This is gone, this is, this is a step too far. So I guess the lesson learned for this is, if you're an employer, um, there's some give and take there. If you're mm. an employee, try not to be as unreasonable as this guy. You know. Well, you can see there's a big difference between, for example, not providing you with a laptop. Well, this is true. We, when we, when we closed up for um, COVID, I sent everyone home with. We actually took the computer screens mm. off the system, so we unscrewed them, mm. gave it, put put them back on their stands, gave everyone a computer screen, got them to take their um, mouse and their um, keyboard home, so they had those things, and I actually sent them home with it chairs if they wanted them mm. um, we just kind of arranged it those who took public transport we dropped them off in cars and stuff like that and we just kind of sent them home with that but they needed the computer yeah so the ones that didn't have computers used the computer I think you take the computer home from time yeah. to time yeah. um, and others just you know use their screens with the extra connections and so on um, with the computers but uh, there was no it wasn't in my mind to provide a desk no um, and I think it just goes far too too far like it how many houses don't have counters in their kitchens these days that's right as well i mean well he i think he, he had just bought a new house i think it's fair to say he wanted his de his new desk that he needed irrespective of whether he was told to work at home or not i think it's fair to say that he wanted paid from his employer yeah this is this is not a good solution I, the the end result was he filed an unfair dismissal claiming he was forced to resign and the commission didn't agree yeah. 
I think there's a lessons learned for everyone. Mostly for him, I imagine. But uh, so you've got one, have you? I've got one that probably on a more serious note, oh, I okay. think. And I apologise that we're going to take that turn. Um, so a McDonald's franchisee got fined about $120,000 and I believe the manager itself also got fined for penalties. Now what he did was he put on Facebook in the sort of a group that had all the employees. Now bear in mind these were majority school-aged Right, employees. yeah. So we're talking about employees who are 14 and three quarters or 15 and three quarters, yeah, whatever probably, that you know, weird they're 15 years old. They're 15, 16, 16 old. 17, 18 years yeah. old. Still living at home. Actually have contractual, mm. weird contractual rights there. Okay, still good yeah. at school, in fact. Yeah, they're, they're at school. So he's put on there, and I'll quote. Uh, so the 10-minute break that they get for to go to the bathroom or to have a quick bite to eat, um, the only time they would ever be permitted to have a drink or go to the toilet um, would be their last time, and that he hopes to God you don't get thirsty on your next shift because we would just wouldn't be able to allow a drink. Fair is fair. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> where does he go wrong here, do you think? Okay, so so no bathroom breaks. No bathroom breaks. What, throughout the whole shift? No. No drinking? No. Any fluids? No. Uh, well, look, it's a no-brainer, no, right? It's a no-brainer. <laughs> and I think the thing for it, I think where it the really goes to... Safety oh. issues on this is off the cassette. I mean, I think about urine tract infection. For instance, mm. um, some people are more susceptible to it than others. Uh, I'm thinking dehydration, yeah. <laughs> headaches. <laughs> just the, you might be working a 10 hour shift. The, the, the list is endless, guys. And what we're in McDonald's, so it's a hot environment, right? Mm -hmm. What was the reasoning? Do we have any idea? Well, the reasoning and, and some of the some of the more uh, pressing things that were said was that this struck at the heart of industrial relations system, and that it was gross. In, there was a gross power imbalance here and I think the commissioner even went so far as to say it was despicable so yeah. pretty harsh language here and I think it goes towards one of the one of the bigger problems in, in employment at the moment and it has been for a while is the way young especially very young mm. employees are treated mm. and the fact that they probably just don't know their own rights or, or they're too scared to speak up. I mean, scared. these people are at school, right? So, yeah. I, obviously, it's been a long time mm. since I was at school, and you, I would say, a fair time ago mm. as well. But you're 16 years old, you're at school, do you put your hand up if you need to go to the bathroom? No. What's going on? I was far, I would have been far too scared to lose my job. Right. Because, okay. especially if your manager is saying things like that, you just think they're sort of. Yeah. Well, they you, can do whatever they want. You're, you're literally. You're, this, is, this is a uh, the, a power imbalance to the max, right? Mm. And it's sort of just because they're not earning a lot that their rights don't matter. Well, I'm surprised that they were they were penalised. No, I think, and I think they probably deserved every bit of that. <sighs> yeah, um, it's pretty tough, isn't it? Wow. Well, I mean, I guess. Uh, but uh, what's the what's the workaround here? You you tell as a parent, you tell your your kids that even though you're at work. The, 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 what do you say? You well, know, what's reasonable? The solution here is education. Yeah. The solution yeah. is education. Is is I'm I've no doubt that the employer in this case and most were well aware 
at least to some extent that you have to provide some breaks for someone to go to the bathroom. Fluid intake. But I'm not so certain the employees in this case knew. And I think it's probably the case quite nationwide. Yeah. So the real solution here is education. Now, how that gets done, I'm not so sure. Well, from an employer's point of view, if you've got issues with toilet breaks and people drinking too much, I'm guessing this this is based on the fact that people are drinking a lot of fluids and then taking a lot of breaks. Mm. Um, You know, I don't think it's a good idea to start restricting that sort of stuff, but it's probably a good idea to talk about, you know, workplace, um, you know, what and if this gets a little bit too x-rated, the colour of your pee and what it should mm. look like and things like that, because it's a work health and safety mm. issue. Um, you could easily put up, um, like they have in, a lot, in some businesses, you know, if your pee is, you know, what colour is your pee and mm. at what level are you dehydrated and mm. stuff like that. So it's more of an education for everyone, I think. And you could probably have a policy out there to try and keep it. Because a few sips is going to be easier than large gulps. Mm. And a few sips is not going to get you into that bathroom trouble as large amounts of water at any one time. But, oh, look, I don't think any type of restriction on this is a, is a good idea. No, no, I just so. I just don't think that's a good idea. Find he was. Yeah. Wow. Deservedly so, I think. Wow. Well, I've got another mad one on my desk. Um, this is back from October, so a little while ago now. And uh, this is a commissioner saying an employer must not terminate... Um, an employee unless the employee has been given written notice and he goes further than that he says there is he goes further and he says there's no uh, something about no there's no time Commissioner concluded dismissal by way of text message was plainly unjust, unreasonable and harsh, unconscionably undignified, displaying poor perfunctionary disregard for basic human dignity, very poorly upon the character of the individual or individuals responsible. It just, if a dismissal is implemented by any means other than face-to-face communication, both legal and ethical basis for the decision to dismiss is likely to face strong, successful challenge. That's a bit far, isn't it? Yeah, he went on to say, it is a matter of such significance that basic human dignity requires that dismissal be conveyed personally with with arrangements for the presence of the support person and documentary confirmation. Is this a bit archaic? That's a bit old age, isn't it? It's the commissioner, and it's an outlier. It's, it's got to be an outlier. I mean, think about how many um, employment relationships where they actually don't even meet each other. I mean, they're, they're completely remote. And considering how many people are working from home at the moment, um, it it's, seems crazy to think that the only way you could dismiss someone is to have a face-to-face meeting. It does seem crazy, especially if that face-to-face meeting is across state borders. Mm. Um, basic human dignity, really? Is this where we're going? I thought we were in a world where we were more progressive than this. So Look, bad. I'm not saying that it's always right to, to fire by text messaging. Years ago, for those who remember the guys up at the um, Port of Brisbane, they were all fired by text mm. on the way to work. And of course, they all turned up and complained about it. So, you know, there's a time and a place. There are good and better ways of doing things, you know, so... But what if they're sick? What if they're out of the country? What if they're on, you know, what if you're doing a seven-on-seven-off shift 
and it's the off shift you want to terminate them. And they're not even around. Well, don't you think it goes towards your previous relationship going forward? Like, if you worked in an office and you saw this person who's going to dismiss you, and you saw them every single day, and I suppose it's the same at the Port of Brisbane, you saw them every single day, um, and then then you get a text message in the morning. (laughs) Don't come in. Yeah, okay. Don't bother. That's weak. Um, But... If, for example, every roster that you ever were given was from a text message or just, you know, whether you knew to work or not came through a text, and I would think it would be fine to then receive a text to tell you that. Well, this you know, is true. I mean, how many casual employees are terminated by email saying there are no more shifts for you? Yeah. You know, or they're just not getting any shifts and they email the employer and say, mm. oh, where's my shifts? And they say, oh, I'm sorry, there's no more shifts for you. Mm. I, I can't imagine how many. I mean, yes, they don't fit necessarily the unfair dismissal environment, mm. but it does speak to that. Mm. Um, I think text message is probably a bit too far. It's like, you know, when you're 12 years old and you want to dump your boyfriend by text. <laughs> well, <laughs> well <laughs> but what's the difference between a text message and an email, though? I don't know. This just feels nicer. <laughs> but, but, uh... You're far more likely to to receive a text, I think, than you are to an email. I mean, a lot oh, of people don't look true. at their emails. This is actually true. What about a Facebook message? <laughs> what about? <laughs> I'm, I'm pushing the limits here. But what about what about a Instagram message? Well, yeah, a lot of people use WhatsApp. Another um, one. Fiber WhatsApp. Yeah. The one that I want to see. <laughs> Is someone firing someone through Snapchat? Ah, so if someone can only last for twenty-four hours. Just yeah, actually, that's the problem there. But um, just a sort of a selfie that says "Don't bother coming in." A little. <laughs> you, you put up a little thing going. <laughs> Here is your termination letter. It's in writing. It's in writing. You, that you know that actually Snapchat's good because you know that they've actually received it because you get a red receipt. So trouble is, it's not in writing in perpetuity. <laughs> you would have to take a screenshot. <laughs> you would. Okay, true. But I mean, okay, I get it though. Okay. I don't know if that one would fly so so much as an email would. But. I, I like it though. If anyone has been fired by Snapchat, let us know. I'm really interested in that one. I um, look. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a thing of the times. We're, it's a first world yeah. problem. I think we've got we've had emails. For, for probably longer than you've been alive. Mm. I mean, they've been 30 years or so, right? Mm. I mean, this is a long time. Well, everyone knows how old I am now. No, but... no, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, well, I remember them when they first came in, so that's a whole, how old I am. But it's, so, you know, we've had, we've had that for years. We've had text messages for literally mm. years. We've got, We've got more apps, our phones are mm. little miniature computers now. Mm. So information is getting pushed around on a immediate scale. And this is one of the problems the news mm. cycle has, right? They put something down, they wait till the, well, the days of the newspaper, they just have to wait till the morning and bring out an early edition with the, with the news. Mm. And, you know, and it would progress throughout the day. Now you can just jump online and find it immediately. Yeah, it's... So, you know, I think this is a thing of the times. Everybody wants information immediately. Mm. And actually, this is reflected a lot in our clients. Mm. Um, obviously, we get clients who are in distress and they want... Instant information. They want instant information. Mm. 
Mm. And sometimes we can't give it because we're not the ones in charge of that information. Mm. But it's a constant, have they, re- have they replied back yet? It's yeah. an email, I know they've got it, have they replied back yet? And the fact is, you know, it's, it's, we live in this kind of instant world with messages on our phones and we've got this expectation. Isn't there a sort of added benefit that if you're getting, you, you let, sorry, you're, you're, you know that you're being dismissed via email, so you're bound to, probably likely to get it a lot quicker. So you're not sitting there at home, you know, your, your boss has called you for oh a meeting God. to discuss your that employment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For and you're just waiting till the next day or the next week for you to turn up yeah, to be fired. To be fired. Yeah. And get, isn't there a flip side to it? might be more comfortable to be fired. That's true. Remotely. Look, firing someone is incredibly stressful mm. as well. Yeah. And everyone knows that they're not partic- they might not be particularly good at it because they find it so stressful. Mm. Getting it right in a text message or in an email might be the nicer way to do it. I don't know. You guys might have an opinion mm. if you do. Let us know. We find it fascinating. I think we live in a new world, and in the right circumstances, it shouldn't be. You know this this language here. Um, uh, in good conscience, basic human dignity, all this sort of language that they use here. I think it's a bit archaic. Yeah, it's okay. I think it's, I think it's bit, out of date. I think it's a bit moving on. But moving out of law. One of my, those who know me know that I'm a complete nerd. Yeah, yep. massive, yep. massive nerd. We know. And all things to do with space, I absolutely love. Yeah, so recently, as we all know, or hopefully some of us know, that the Japanese uh, augmented a retrieval of particulates from a meteorite. Yeah, it's right. Fascinating. So five so, years ago, yeah. they shoot something into space, it lands on a meteor. Mm such as it was. We all, I don't know if you watched the movies of this five years ago or whatever, but you could see the pictures. Yeah. It was very exciting. Um, they pick something up, and then it comes back to Earth. With, with, the, with the, like, rock? With the particulates, yeah. And uh, I think this is fascinating. It lands in, in the middle of Australia, which is brilliant. And, yeah, they, they're taking it back to Japan, and they're going to do their thing. How do so they've they got do space that? rock. They've got space rock. How, while it's in space. Yeah. I don't know how they do that. They... they, they a meteor is hurtling through space, yeah. and uh, I mean, I know that they probably have these orbits that make sense, but surely things push them off these orbits from time oh, to time. Surely all the time. It's a meteor, right? So it's it's coming from something that's moving in space and spinning in space. It's going to something that's moving and spinning in mm. space, and then it's coming back five years later to the same spot. So how's that even possible? Hang on, so. So it's it's revolving around the Earth. Well, the, me- the the Earth's moving. Yeah. The meteor's moving. Yeah. And they're also moving. Yeah. And they've managed to get something out, put it on this thing, bring it back to Earth, which is not in the same spot it was when it left. So they would have had to calculate. Yes. How to Everything. meet them in the right place. Everything. It's like trying to coordinate an Uber ride, but you know, for NASA. Yeah. So, hang on, this isn't the same meteor that's going to come and destroy the <laughs> Earth, is it? <laughs> that's a pothos. <laughs> the, the one that's going to get us at 2060. Yeah, 2060. Right? It's not the same one. No, it's not the same 
Well, this is the second. It's a, it's a different meteor second second <laughs> death waiting to happen. <laughs> no, no, no. This meteor is not meant to be hitting the Earth at any time soon. Okay. It's just out there doing its meteor okay. thing. This is no, a nice one. Meteor Apophis, in fact, is going to have a pass through in a twenty years or so, and then yep. it's going to hit the Earth in twenty sixty seven or twenty sixty eight. They're brilliant. Well, I mean, surely by then we'll figure, we'll out, figure it out, right? I don't know, but they reckon due to some weird effect where it's been drawn to the earth faster. Because it was meant to mm. skip, it was meant to just miss. But because of the way our um, gravity works, mm. or something, it's actually it's actually pushing coming it closer. closer. It's coming meaning, faster. Meaning it's, it's going to hit us instead of miss us. You know the, the, the worst thing about this? You know, oh, this is awesome. if it's going to hit us at 2067, I reckon we're going to start worrying about 2066. Remember that thing that we talked about back in 2020? Is, is it now? <laughs> is it, oh, okay. Oh. Time to do something, eh? Well, let's think of if we, if we can marry the two things together, if they're able to pick something up and take it to an yeah. asteroid and have something land on an asteroid. By the way, they picked up one gram. One gram? <laughs> one gram. Hang on, so I was thinking like... No, no, it's you a know. gram. Is it like some dust? <laughs> okay. Well, good on them. I know, it was like 20 million, billion, trillion dollars, I don't know. <laughs> to, get, to get one gram to back. Get one gram, man, it must be worth it. But let, let's leverage off that. Yeah. Let's say if they can do that, why can't they land a nuclear weapon on the asteroid so so we are we're to the 90s when we're just going to start nuking things <laughs> just, you, you be that you're the general that sits over the front and just doesn't matter how what the problem is it's just nuke it <laughs> just yeah. nuke it yeah the, the old yeah yeah the uh um all those um disaster movies yeah where you you've got the short haircut <laughs> the very square haircut <laughs> The general sitting in the corner okay, with all the badges. Okay, fair enough. Maybe not a new, but we're not going. I don't think we need to go as far as this wandering Earth situation. There's no, a movie I watched, which I love. <laughs> it's possibly the worst movie you've ever watched, by the way. It's called Wandering Earth. It's a Chinese movie, and uh, the Earth needed to move because it was losing its orbit. So what they did is, on one half of the Earth, they put all these rockets. Yep. And they are literally pushing the Earth out of the solar system into something else. And this particular movie was about it springboarding or doing some, you know, spring mm. off um, Jupiter. Yep. So it was just about that sort of part of it. But yeah, so I don't think we're at the wandering Earth. No, I don't think we need to move the entire Earth a few spaces over. Let's get out of the way of this I think we can probably just. Surely we only have to move a little bit. Right? I don't know. How much is it going to miss us? Well, surely we can just kind of think about, and without being too cast, we can probably think about where it's going to land. Yes. I was just thinking that. Yeah, because just... if you can figure out where your space rocket that's picked up one gram of particulate from an yeah. asteroid is going to land five years later, surely we can still predict 67 years in the future. Yeah. I mean, as long as it just doesn't hit us. Okay. Right. I don't want 100 million emails, but it'd be interesting if anyone's got any points of view on this. Yeah, let us know your science. The science behind us. <laughs> Teach us some physics, because uh, surely we are not the two people to fix this problem, I don't think. Yeah. I think you can all... Uh, <laughs> We're not mathematicians. Yeah, you can probably figure that one out. Um, 
All right, well, let us know how this podcast went. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, for a couple some, of weeks, maybe. A maybe. And getting close to Christmas, ooh. people. And uh, I'm sure we'll have some crazy new cases to talk about and some other disasters to avoid. <laughs> that's what we're doing now. This is what our firm's about. That's true. That's where we are now. Well, thank you very much for watching. Zero. And uh, we'll catch you later.